Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Azami and I will be the MC for episode 4 of our podcast today. Before we go to, to our topic, uh, I will give a quick overview first about our project. Tempo is a project that encourages younger students to pursue their careers in information technology department. These films, Tempot will focus on subjects uh, relating to varied viewpoints on technology. We feel that youth will learn something valuable that will help them in the future by listening to our podcast. For today's episode, we will be discussing about life as a standard and from the career perspectives. For this uh, episode, we have Mr. Koyum Hakimi uh, with us today, who is a software engineer at Azeron, uh, located in Tokyo, Japan. Mr. Koyum, would you like to introduce yourself? Okay. Hello, everyone. So, um, I'm Koyum. Um, I'm currently working full-time software engineer at a company um, called Asurion, which is located in Tokyo. It's a pleasure to be here and thanks for inviting me. Alright, thank you Mr. Koyum for the introductory. Uh, nice to meet you Mr. Koyum. Without further ado, let's, uh, we shall begin our session now. I'm going to proceed with the first question of the uh, podcast. Uh, how long have you been in technology field? Can you describe your experience so far? Okay, um, so I started working as a full-time software engineer since uh, April 2019, um, so it's about two plus years now. Uh, before that, I worked as a freelance a web developer for about one and a half years. So in total, um, I would say I've had more than five years of exposure um, in tech, um, including my degree and master's, uh, which is in electronic and computer systems. Um, the experience has been very good, I'd say. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty lucky to be able to learn the low-level part, uh, which explains the fundamental of how computer works um, starting from transistors, uh, logic gate and processors, and also the software side of uh, it, uh, including assembly language, uh, C language, uh, compiler, and etc. Which all of that I learned during my undergrad and my master's degree. And now I'm involved more on the high level side of things, uh, front end, back end database, but the exposure to lower level part, which might seem like not directly related to what I'm doing now, uh, but it definitely helps in terms of understanding the fundamentals of what I'm working with right now. I see. That's uh, some quite experience uh, that you have, Mr. Goyu. Uh, I really pleased to hear the, the experience you shared just now. Um, I like the fact that you're able to learn a lot about uh, tech from taking computer system and electronic engineering degree and master. Uh, you get to learn the fundamentals, the software side, etc. Let's see if, if I were able to compare my learning now with you. Uh, surely there's a long gap uh, that I need to catch up with. Um, but then I made myself initiatives to learn something that I did not get full grabs in, in class with online course, uh, specifically in uh, web development because I currently have a passion in that particular course, particular uh, subject. And yeah, who knows if, if I'm able to learn it with you as well or if we do on uh, projects together, I would love to be the part of it as well. Alright, for the next question, um, since you are an experienced technologist, uh, you are currently being a software engineer, can you share uh, some tips and insights on how to secure a job abroad like you as you are working in Japan or Malaysia? Um, thank you for your questions. Um, um, yeah, I think this is a very uh, interesting question. First of all, um, I think I'm quite fortunate uh, because I was given an opportunity to pursue my studies here in Japan. So technically, it's a lot easier for me um, to apply for jobs in Japan because I already live here. Uh, so in terms of visa, there's not much problem. And also because I already can speak the language, uh, which is Japanese. But one thing that I realized um, after I started working here is that I've been able to meet a lot of foreigners, um, whether it's from Southeast Asia, um, Europe or the US. 
who came to Japan and got a job here without even studying in Japanese university uh, or even without uh, any Japanese knowledge. Um, so from that experience, uh, I've learned that actually um, the job market for IT or tech industry in Japan is very, very open uh, to foreigners from all over the world. Um, so I believe that is because they are trying to um, attract top talents from all over the world and also uh, because they are trying to create a more diverse uh, working environment. So uh, if you wish uh, to experience working abroad, uh, then I would definitely recommend to apply uh, to company in Japan. And there's a lot of ways how to do that, um, uh, whether through LinkedIn, uh, company website, and there's even a specialized uh, recruitment agencies um, who are able to help you to find jobs here in Japan. Um, but also uh, you need to be careful of scammers too. Uh, because as we know, it's quite dangerous. So do your research and your background check first. Oh wow, I thought that um, securing a job abroad uh, nowadays would be quite difficult so for uh, some people because yeah, um, we know that uh, we always have that mindset that uh, we want to work in foreign countries. Uh, the countries we put um, strict filtering process for us to get employed there or we feel like we feel like scared to try new things in people's country. Yeah. Um, yeah, certainly I also like to get employed in countries such as Japan as well uh, because yeah, to get employed in a country that currently uh, emerged with different uh, developments and stuff is a great honor, uh, it's a great opportunity for me to explore that uh, job perspective, their job market uh, in Japan. As you say that in Japan, they are trying to attract uh, talent all around the world as well to create more um, diverse working environment. So yeah, thank you for going for the um, tips and insights of it. I will move on to the next question. Uh, as we know that uh, technologies are always keep changing nowadays with the new frameworks, new environment, etc. But what is the factor or why does technology nowadays keep evolving faster as we speak? Um, from your perspective, from your opinion, do you find it difficult to catch up on the latest uh, development? Yes, personally, I think uh, it's very, very hard um, to catch up with the latest environment uh, because uh, one, uh, in my personal opinion, uh, one is because of the nature uh, of how the industry works. So basically, uh, big corporations uh, in tech, uh, they are all in the race for innovation. So companies such as Google, Amazon or other famous uh, fan companies, they are at the frontier uh, of innovation. So we can see that they frequently came out with new, shiny and amazing technological innovations. So this is actually a very important part uh, of their business model, uh, which is to create uh, an ecosystem uh, with their product and services. And also, uh, they are trying to establish themselves uh, as the market lead. And also, they deeply understand what will happen if they don't innovate, um, which is if they don't, uh, they will die. Uh, because I believe they learn from those companies like Kodak uh, or Nokia and those stories actually gave reminder to them that if they are not agile and constantly innovating, they will end up like those companies. So it's a constant battle. So that's one reason why I think tech evolves very, very fast. And number two, um, I think it's because of the mindset and the culture of the people in the tech industry. Uh, this is something that I find unique, uh, which is the people uh, in tech they are very very passionate about what they do and they are always thinking of how they can improve the current state of the industry and that includes the, the deaf experience the tooling the processes 
uh, and we can see like a lot of innovation uh, in, and improvement that actually happens in the world actually started from uh, IT or tech industries. So by understanding this context, for me personally, yes, I would agree that statement where it's not easy at all to catch up with the latest trend. So that's why it's very important to be uh, very intentional in what we are learning and know our circle of competence. Example, uh, I am very, very intentional with the things I'm learning. Um, I know, uh, for example, if I know uh, that my job requires me to learn some uh, part, uh, any particular technology or framework, uh, I, so I will only try to focus and polish my skill only in that area and try as much as I can to ignore other things. Because I know that if I am not being intentional, so there's always going to be something shiny out there that is going to distract. Uh, this is commonly known as shiny object syndrome. So we have to be careful of that because um, our time is very, very valuable. Right, indeed. Um, I agree with your uh, point of view statement from the answers just now. It's all about um, being aware of current development and competition. Also, I agree with you that uh, you said uh, something that without innovation, a company that runs uh, their product or trust technology and services will die. That, that you said that related to the Kodak story which from the Kodak story, we, we learned that it's important uh, to be agile in whatever we do so that we will be um, able to be in front with the others as well and try our best um, not to be left behind. Uh, also, we need to be, um, as you said just now, acknowledge uh, of our circle of competency, uh, manage our circle of competency well so that um, the things that we do can be achieved in proper way and we can, uh, with a manageable circle of competency, we can uh, learn it by suitable levels of our understanding and progress, although small progress, but as long as the progress matters, uh, it's good for you. But the next uh, question is that, um, what is your point of view on the industrial needs for the fresh graduates nowadays? Very good question. Reflecting on my life as a student, so, and also from my own personal experience, uh, um, so I've managed to compile uh, a list of problems that uh, students usually face nowadays. So number one would be uh, a lack of soft skills or attitude. Um, example of that would be on the, um, on how to work in a team, communication skills, um, how to communicate well, uh, whether it's writing or speaking. So these are all the skills that I think is uh, very, very important to learn. It's not just for students, but especially for students because they want to go out there after they already graduated. So there's not much um, uh, like competitive advantage in terms. So they have to stand out in some way. So by learning soft skills, you will be able to um, stand out from others. And number two is a mismatch of what the industry needs and what the uni provides. I would say a very very important things to focus on because um, it's commonly known in the uh, in the, in the university and also in industry that what uh, industry uh, needs is oftenly um, not match with what the uni provides. I will provide or suggest the solutions uh, later on. Uh, but number three, um, they also uh, students also uh, inexperienced uh, in terms of technical skills. And number four, uh, they are also not sure of what exactly they want to be. So these are four things, the, the problem. So I will proceed with the, uh, my suggested uh, rec recommended solutions. Uh, number one is to try to expose yourself and be active uh, as early as possible. So meaning that you, if possible, just join any events, hackathon or anything that allow yourself to be close with the industry. 
So this is one of the things that I would like to tell my younger self, honestly. And I think uh, TechBots now is uh, is doing a very, very good job. So kudos to the TechBots team, everyone. Um, and number two, um, I would suggest to uh, try to identify the skills uh, needed by the industries and learn it by ourselves. And know that uh, we actually have uh, plenty of time in universities to build up our skills and also build up a portfolio. And that way we can get hit uh, from other students. And number three is read more books. Um, I know in university, we already have a lot of things to do, assignments, but uh, I don't mean the, the, the books that is directly related to the, the, our subjects or courses that we study in university, but read books that is outside of uh, our uh, major. So one book that I would recommend uh, that is very, very important is um, in terms of like making decisions for our life is to how to design your life. So the gist of the book is for us to adopt design thinking in our life and also to develop awareness and learn more about ourselves. So the thing that we learn about ourselves is actually what uh, example of that is what is okay for us and what is not okay and what do we like and what we don't like. So um, one um, implementation of that is to treat our time at university as an experiment for us to test what actually our preference is. So in design thinking, uh, the focus is actually to create a prototype. So this is what, what where the concept comes. So that's basically the idea. Also, another thing is try to keep a, a diary or life log so you can like kind of track what uh, are the decisions that you are making in your life the more that we actually know uh, the, the thought process that we are making so actually the more that we are able to know ourselves thank you Mr. Koi, for the uh, your point of view about you give these problems and the solutions now uh, i think some of the problems that you said uh, there's there are a problem that specifically relates to me as well which is specifically for the problem number two which is a mismatch of what industry needs and what it provides but yeah if you have a problem we just cannot like just sit back and let the problem make a bad shape uh, of our life but what I did is that I tried to upscale myself by learning things that not be covered uh, in my current syllabus selfly about things what the industry needs also for I like the point uh, that you stated about uh, the book uh, how to design your life we managed to uh, know ourselves better because from my opinion if we get to know ourselves better in everything we do we'll be acknowledged about our big why on what we do and what we did in our life. So live your life with purpose. So the next question, can you give um, any motivational words for the students out there uh, to assist them in choosing the right education path uh, that can lead them to their right career roadmap? On this topic, uh, making decisions uh, for the right career path, um, I honestly think it's a very difficult thing to do uh, because I've had the same experience. So example is fresh out of school, uh, 17 years old, suddenly, um, we have to fill in and submit UP form, right? <laughs> Which is well, a very, very hard decision. So my advice uh, to all students out there is actually, um, number one, uh, it's okay and completely fine if we mess up <laughs> sometimes uh, with our life decisions. So whether it be uh, choosing a course in university or choosing any career path, because um, the truth is that uh, not everything will work out as what we have planned. Uh, because it's just impossible, right, uh, to know whether it's the right one for us. And yeah, the next uh, thing is that I think the key to, to 
to combat that the feeling of failure uh, or the, the feeling of like uh, fear of making uh, mistakes is to actually have a growth mindset and don't be afraid to fail uh, fail fast fail often and uh, because the more we fail the more we will learn so that's what i really really believe in and number three is uh, actually to learn to code uh, which i believe um, uh, a lot of you uh, especially in tech bots and the city that you work with you already learn in your subjects uh, learning how to code so uh, i I would say that it's a very, very highly valuable skills and it will definitely opens up uh, a lot of uh, opportunities in the future. Learn code uh, properly. And number four is uh, to learn how to work smart uh, and hard. So a lot of people out there actually, they just think about how to work smart. So, but they forgot how they can work smart. So yeah, try to find some resource on how to work smart. And I believe that you will um, gain more success fast. And the last one is that I believe that uh, the, the brain that we got uh, is a gift from God and try, try as much as possible to utilize that to benefit others uh, because oftentimes uh, we focus so much on ourselves like um, trying to be rich, trying to be intelligent but only for ourselves that we forget to help others. So uh, my advice is try to stack up uh, <laughs> as much as possible in this world. Right. Thank you so much, Mr. Kobe, for the uh, motivational words you give. Now, as you stated that learn, uh, fail fast, fail often, that's because uh, we learn from our failures. Failures are made to be learned, or we say that mistakes are made to be learned. And when we do mistakes, when we face failures, do not make it as a thing that we need to be regret out. Uh, as long as we have a plan, surely, uh, with God's will, inshallah, it will lead you to um, the way that you dream of the way that suits you well so yeah from my own experience as well coding yeah we feel multiple times of doing coding but from multiple desk checkings uh, debugging errors etc but the things that the process that i've been through from the errors that i made failures it teach me something new something that i feel oh why do you not use this method this thing etc so yeah failures are made to be learned. so just keep your life going uh, just make your progress uh, an achievement. Last question: Is this, Do you have any tips for the students on uh, how to how to ascend technology courses? And can you explain more about the courses, uh, the course you are currently pursuing? I believe um, to excel uh, in something similar with many other skills. I believe is uh, to practice. So um, a lot of people thought that that they can be good at coding just by reading books. But uh, unfortunately, that's not just not the case. So that's just impossible, right? Because something that is uh, practical, uh, like coding, it requires practice. So yeah, uh, I definitely recommend to practice as much as possible to to be good at it. And uh, also try to expose yourself more uh, to the knowledge outside of classes. Um, explore open source code. So I, I think that my experience uh, uh, early on in my career, uh, there's not much of uh, this thing. I, I've not exposed much on the open source code. So I only learned the code base that was given for me or uh, that is in my current company. So uh, that is uh, one uh, thing that I think hindsight thing that I should do early on. So and also try out things that not related to your major. And the next one is to don't be stingy, to spend your money on knowledge. 
and trade it uh, as an investment. So for example, it's for every one ringgit you spend, you get uh, 1,000 ringgit in return. Uh, so use that money to buy courses online, to buy books. Um, yeah, I, I think you will uh, grow uh, faster than other people and also get a mentor if you can. Uh, a lot of people in the industry are very approachable, I believe. Uh, because they know how hard it, it is to be a student and they are more than happy to help if we approach them uh, in a correct way. Uh, this is important, don't forget, <laughs> correct way. <laughs> so, uh, and the last one, uh, my uh, tips is to to try to learn how to be effective and efficient learner. Um, this is uh, the one thing that I learned quite late. Uh, but um, the, the idea is, uh, this is actually called meta-learning. Um, learning about learning right so i learned it from uh, this course uh, uh, called uh, learn how, learning how to learn uh, from coursera uh, you can check out uh, on uh, just by googling it and uh, there's also another course uh, by andre uh, nugui on udemy uh, which is also quite similar but there's a lot of uh, other extra things that they teach but basically uh, both of these courses teach about uh, about uh, teach you about um, how our brain works and how we can actually take advantage of uh, that and how to make us a better learner example of the things that they teach is uh, this technique called active recall uh, space repetition and also Feynman technique um, so Yeah, by learning this, uh, actually you can take that, you can use that and utilize it to your advantage and by being a more uh, intelligent and like faster learner. Right, so yeah, that's some um, useful and very insightful uh, tips to take note on, uh, especially for the students on how to excel in technology course. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you that don't be stingy to spend money on knowledge because that is the investment that we made. As you said, uh, we treat it as an investment. Uh, when you say investment in knowledge, uh, it is different from uh, normal stock investment that we saw today. Uh, sometimes there is uh, profit, sometimes there are losses. But if you compare it with uh, investment in knowledge, uh, the, the terms you say speaking the investment thing is that the return of investment will benefit us in the long time period because uh, knowledge driven us to be more developed, to be more better and yeah, to be more agile in everything that we do. Just like Mr. Kuhim said, if we learn uh, uh, this major, try to explore outside of our major as well by, by the method of uh, investing in uh, online courses. Like me, I just uh, learn a bit about what I learn in my syllabus but from the online course that I, I, I took, uh, I learned more outside my classes, uh, And yeah, it's very helped me a lot in uh, catch up with the new frameworks, new things in web dev, etc. Thank you so much, Mr. for the uh, for the tips. With that, uh, our podcast episode four has come to an end. Um, one of the important highlights that I want to point out in this episode is that be innovative, um, be agile, and be firm of what do you want to achieve in the technology world. It always evolves and it evolves faster than we could have imagined. With that, train ourselves to be an agile person, someone that have the intentions to explore new things every day, uh, consistently without distractions. Uh, read the news, especially on the development of tech, so that we keep up to date about it. Carrying technology is currently on rise and high demand by industry. So try our best to get to know about it and don't miss the chance and opportunities to explore carrying uh, technology. So before we end our podcast episode 4, we'll be having a weekly quiz for every uh, podcast. So our question for this episode will be, um, what is Mr. Koyum's career? And the second question is, um, 
job market for IT or tech industry in Japan is very open uh, to foreigners from all over the world. The third question is, we need to learn about the coded history so that we're able to be agile and innovative. The fourth question is that, uh, Mr. Kovic stated that we must spend money on knowledge and trade as an investment. And the fifth question is, uh, companies such as Google, Amazon, famously known as Fang Company, uh, they are at the frontier of innovation. That's all the questions for this week's uh, podcast. Yeah, we hope that you can uh, ask our quiz and don't miss the chance to win the prize that provide uh, from the quiz. So before we end uh, our podcast, our conversation today, Mr. Koyum, uh, any last word from you? Yeah, uh, thank you again for inviting me and wishing all of you the best in your studies. Uh, stay foolish, stay safe and come back to the side. And for those of you who wants to connect with me, uh, feel free to add me on LinkedIn. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, the, you heard just now, come back to the side. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Good luck to all. And then uh, once again, I want to say, uh, I want to address uh, much appreciation. And thank you so much to Mr. Koyum for uh, willing to be in the episode of our podcast and chat to us about uh, life as a technologist and the career perspective of it. To the audience, we hope that you feel motivated and inspired by all the points that we shared by Mr. Koyum just now. So yeah, that's the end of it. See you all in the next episode of our podcast with more delightful topics. Bye-bye.